0: now it's time for us to discuss more of these headlines and simple keywords with adam joining us via zoom good morning adam
1: good morning lena it's a very wet monday isn't
0: it <laughs> to be continued until tomorrow apparently at the least yeah 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 <laughs> the monsoon season is here just a friendly reminder for all of our listeners to stay safe i think that's more mm. important as we try to rush monday morning to get to work
1: Yeah, I mean, this uh, monsoon season was uh, kind of projected to last throughout the month of June, uh, according to previous forecasts, but it seems to be a bit delayed at the moment, so... uh... (laughs) yeah
0: it's gonna be a wet one it's gonna be a wet one brace yourselves another work week you know what last week was not so bad so maybe we can brave through this one too yeah sure okay (laughs) (laughs) it was a busy weekend for a number of different reasons right here in the south korean peninsula we'll get a closer look at our first keyword of the day
1: korean war anniversary so yesterday
0: marked the 73rd anniversary of the Korean War and an event was held to commemorate the occasion with a bo- both aisles of the political spectrum attending the big ceremony. Tell us the details.
1: Yeah, so the event was uh, held at the Changchun Gymnasium uh, in Seoul. It was attended by Prime Minister Han Su, as well as the uh, Defence Minister Lee Jong-sup and the Minister of Patriots and Veterans Affairs, Pang Min-shig, among others. Uh, they were joined by 250-odd veterans as well. Uh, many of them were clad in uniforms specifically designed for them by the Ministry of Patriots and Veterans Affairs this year uh, that were gifted to some 51,000 uh, surviving veterans. Now, three veterans were posthumously awarded the Hwarang Medal, one of the degrees of the Order of Military Merits uh, in Korea. Uh, some descendants of the 22 nations that fought with South Korea during the war war also uh, attended the ceremony. Uh, Prime Minister Han vowed to uh, defend the nation with strong self-defense capabilities during a speech, and he mentioned that North Korea um, is still trapped in the futile delusions of the Korean War. So, uh, a swipe, uh, a yet another swipe uh, at North Korea by the UN administration. Now, in the wake of the election. Uh, as a non-permanent member of the UNSC, Han said South Korea will step up cooperation with the United States and Japan uh, to counter North Korea's nuclear threat. Uh, meanwhile, Defence Minister Lee Jong-sub and the Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman uh, Kim Sung-gyum uh, paid respects to the fallen heroes at the National Seoul Cemetery. Uh, although President Yoon himself did not participate in the event, he lauded the sacrifice of fallen troops of the war mm. in a a social media post and he called on the nation to remember uh, their bloodshed uniforms and he stated that Korea should firmly defend and contribute to the freedom and prosperity of global citizens so that the sacrifices of the heroes who fought against communist invasion would not be in vain and he noted that about 2 million UN soldiers including 1.8 million US soldiers came Uh, rushing to protect the freedom of south koreans during the war Um, but he did attend or visit an exhibition uh, marking the 70th anniversary Mm. of the south korea u.s alliance along with the uh, first lady Mm -hmm. uh, as well so yes some commemorative events being Mm -hmm. held to mark uh, the june 25th uh, korean war
0: all right with that we move on to our education reform coverage this is our second keyword of the day
1: Private education reform.
0: So, the education ministry will announce measures to reduce private education expenses today. Uh, All eyes are fixed on, of course, how that will affect this year's test takers. But it's not just about that, it's about the fundamentals of how much South Korea currently relies on the private education sector. So, what can we expect?
1: Yeah, so the announcement is it will effectively provide a a guideline for this year's exam as well as the direction of question selection as well. Uh, The ministry is expected to release an analysis of the so-called killer questions or these difficult questions that have been included uh, in the National College entrance exam over the past three years and in the mock exams that were conducted in June as well, which sparked a bit of controversy and led to some uh, related personnel stepping down. Um, Now, the ministry conducted a survey with Statistics Korea uh, asking around 74,000 students from uh, elementary, middle and high schools nationwide about their private education expenses. It turns out that last year, the total amount spent on private education hit a record high of uh, 26 trillion won. So it just goes to show the scale of Mm. how much parents uh, or people are spending. Uh, on private education here in Korea. Uh, Even though the number of students is decreasing, the pandemic generations' learning gaps and uh, lack of care seem to have had a huge impact on why private education expenses uh, reached an all-time high. Um, In response to these alarming results, the education sector has eagerly anticipated comprehensive measures to address the issue. Uh, Anticipated strategies include the promotion of alternative schools and the revitalization of arts and sports education within regular school curricula, all with the aim of curbing the reliance on private tutoring for elementary school students, especially. Furthermore, uh, stricter regulations on tuition fees for middle and high school students attending uh, private academies are expected. Uh, however, amidst these expectations, a recent statement by President Yoon regarding a fair CSAT has kind mm. of uh, sparked heated debates. Uh, concerns have been raised about the potential variation in the difficulty level of this year's exam, especially only uh, about uh, five months left uh, until that exam, as well as the criteria for selecting challenging uh, questions as well. So Mm. uh, many have said that um, or there's been opinions that it's a bit too soon to implement it in this year's exams. Mm. uh, But we'll have to see exactly how those uh, questions play out this year. Uh, As a result, it is now believed that these Contentious issues will also be addressed uh, in today's announcement as well. So we'll have to see what the government comes up
0: with. Uh, Past surveys have indicated that fundamentally majority of survey takers said that they are for the changes as for when most test takers would say just not my year. And that seems to Mm. be the big problem. What is fair for test takers this year and the years going forward that balance Mm is up to the Education Ministry's announcements coming up today, as you've said. We'll report on it in detail tomorrow. In the meantime, let's move on to our third keyword of the day.
1: Reporting births.
0: So lawmakers are expected to deliberate on a bill that would mandate medical institutions to report births so that they go registered in the system. This follows the death of an unregistered infant in Suwon recently.
1: Mm, Yes, the uh, National Assembly's legislation... And Judiciary Committee plans on uh, tomorrow and Wednesday to discuss the amendment to uh, a relevant law which focuses on the introduction of the birth notification system. Now, the system is basically a system in which medical institutions directly report birth information to local governments to prevent the occurrence of uh, so-called ghost children when parents intentionally omit uh, birth registration. It allows pregnant women in crisis situations, for example, to give birth anonymously at hospitals with the local government providing uh, protection and support for the child. It is alternatively referred to as the anonymous uh, child uh, birth system or mm-hmm. the confidential childbirth system. Uh, the recent death of this infant in Suwon has served as kind of a catalyst for both uh, ruling and opposition parties to find common ground and forge ahead with the uh, implementation of this birth notification system uh, the committee's goal is to reach a final uh, decision uh, during the plenary session on the 30th uh, following a full committee meeting uh, scheduled for the 29th which is thursday uh, but there is a possibility that it may uh, take longer as well so mm. we'll have to see how these deliberations uh, play out
0: all right let's move on to our fourth keyword of the day
1: Battery loan.
0: So a joint battery venture between SKON and Ford Motors will receive a $9.2 billion loan from the U.S. government. What's the latest?
1: Yeah, so this joint venture is called Blue Oval SK. The loan is basically for their joint three electric vehicles battery factories in Kentucky and Tennessee. The loan is the biggest uh, single financial commitment the Biden administration has made in its efforts to build uh, EV manufacturing networks in the U.S. Uh, Blue Oval SK and the government are expected to sign the formal deal within the year, uh, at the earliest. Uh, the plants will together have 120 gigawatt hours annual capacity, enough to make 1.2 million EVs per year. Uh, it replaces more than 5 uh, 455 uh, million gallons of gasoline per year. The plants are scheduled to begin production. Uh, In the year 2025, this comes as there is intense competition among countries uh, to kind of secure dominance in these Mm. uh, future industries in which uh, EV battery production is included. Uh, Other countries, including in Europe, uh, Japan and China, are also actively promoting the growth of the battery industry. As a result, there are calls here uh, for the Korean government to provide further support for uh, related industries uh, here in Korea as well uh, that are on par with the kind of support measures that are happening uh, in the U.S. And yes, these Korean companies are getting some benefits uh, in the U.S. Uh, with that uh, subsidy program, uh, mm-hmm. including the IRA as well. There have been some Korean companies that have benefited or may benefit from it, uh, although there are still some uh, sticky issues but, uh, between the two countries regarding that IRA, Inflation Reduction Act. But um, yeah, there's uh, more calls for the Korean government to do more to get some locally produced uh, future industries. Mm. Um, uh, getting their uh, due support.
0: Mm. So it's not just about tackling the IRA or the mm. the tricky relationship that the two countries have been having. That is South Korea and the United States. I mean, it is mm. a mutually beneficial one, right? The fact that we're mm. well, South Korean companies are building factories there, create more jobs. Mutually win-win situation, but. How much more should the South Korean government intervene to ensure that these future industries are well protected? That's the Mm. golden question, it seems. All right, let's move on to our final keyword of the day.
1: Fukushima tunnel delay.
0: By just a day, it seems, though, the completion of the construction of an underwater tunnel for the discharge of radioactive wastewater from Fukushima has been postponed to after today. So what's the latest?
1: Yeah, so just a temporary one at that, Uh, but TEPCO, the uh, operator of the plant, had been preparing for the construction since early morning uh, Mm. on this day, but had to halt the work due to uh, high waves. Uh, They plan to resume it after uh, today. Now, once the heavy equipment in the section of the tunnel for the discharge of contaminated water is lifted by a large crane-mounted vessel, the construction uh, for the discharge will be almost complete. Uh, TEPCO plans to release treated contaminated water into the sea using this underwater tunnel uh, that's about a uh, kilometre long. Uh, In April, they finished digging the tunnel and injected around 6,000 tonnes of seawater and a two-week test of the discharge equipment was supposed to be completed uh, today. Now, the Nuclear Regulation Authority plans to begin final inspections of the facilities on the 28th before TEPCO proceeds with the water discharge. If there are no significant problems identified in the forthcoming report by the nuclear watchdog, the uh, IAEA, the Japanese government is expected to go ahead uh, with the water release Mm. this summer. So when it does, of course, that will spark some um, outcries and some Mm. backlash from neighboring countries like Korea and uh, China as well Mm. and and other uh, neighboring nations. Uh, But uh, it seems like the uh, UN administration's efforts to kind of um, delay or kind of uh, express discontent with the plan is kind of falling on deaf ears. The Japanese government are seemingly adamant to go Mm. ahead with the discharge of this uh, water uh, release. But, uh, of course, uh, we'll have to see uh, what other further discussions are made between the two sides. Mm. Uh, But it doesn't seem like much is going to change going forward.
0: All right. If you're curious about uh, the safety issues surrounding the radioactive water, we've decided to, of course, upload two interviews at our Instar Contrast. So check out our Mm -hmm. uh, podcasts if you're interested. Thank you very much, Adam, Mm -hmm. for today's coverage. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: You're, You're very welcome. See you tomorrow.